Oh my fucking God, ladies and gentlemen, you won't believe your ears when you hear what I'm about to tell you, that it is another amazing, fantastic, fantabulous episode of what is it called again, Tamara, the show here? Uh, it looks like it's Euclid and Oaks, uh, it's morning somewhere, coffee. Yeah, this is a morning coffee show, but <laughs> for fuck's sake, we're going to do this thing 4.30 in the afternoon, uh, late, almost late evening. Late evening? Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's Eastern, but what I like to say, and a lot of people will say this as uh, it's morning somewhere uh, today we have a Australia. special yeah that's right uh, and I'll, I think in New Zealand it's like tomorrow or some mm. shit right probably right uh, but as as you can see plainly on our screen ladies and gentlemen we have a special guest it's witty crypto uh, your name pretty. is you're, uh, uh, first of all, we'll notice right off the bat that you are not a female. <laughs> She's cute. <laughs> There's about 50 pissed off guys right now. So. Right. <laughs> when, did, when did you switch your Abby to that? Because you have you, you just started doing that. Right. Yesterday, I, I was at like 1950 followers and I posted something about is this you know when I'm supposed to you know post a dick pic to get over 2,000 <laughs> followers and uh, Crypto Kasparov was like oh you know what you should uh, put a picture of a girl up there you'll get it in no time so I was like you know what fuck it I'll do it who cares yeah. <laughs> and I got like 50 followers in 36 hours yeah I was telling you earlier like fungus did that I remember and got and got uh, quite a few followers I think that's a pretty common thing <laughs> I think I think there's a lot of catfish on Twitter I mean there, we've, there, there's been so there's been countless podcasts and shows about you know catfishing oh, yeah. and is it wrong and I think it's <laughs> I think it's hilarious if, if you're dumb enough to fall for a catfish then then Stop I say <laughs> uh, then you know, there's what do they say? A fool and his money. You know what I'm saying? No, what what is that? Yeah, saying? I think for me, it was. I think there's accounts out there that purposely use you know the whole female shtick to try to gain followers. This is just me being a smartass. Yeah. yeah. You know, I planned on switching back. Probably, I was just gonna let it run. It's more of like a an experiment. Let it run for like a week or two, see what happened, and then I was gonna like post a selfie that was like, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> my, my wife took over my account. <laughs> and then watch all those followers just... just yeah. You'll, go, you'll yeah. dip back, you think you're going to dip back down after, <laughs> or what? I would imagine, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to dip back down after this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of this show, uh, and I want to warn people that if you come on this, this show that you will lose followers. Oh. <laughs> uh, we, we usually make no, our... No, 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 no. <laughs> Not because I'm on the show, but because now people see I'm a guy. Right. Oh, right. Well, we and make... then I'm a boomer on top of that. Oh my right. gosh. Oh, you yeah. Know. I love that thing. The the thing about everybody over 30 is a boomer. I think that's hilarious. I immediately yeah. jumped on that shit and I was like, hell yeah, that's that's funny stuff. You can't take yourself too seriously. We're, I mean, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? We're, you know, you can't be upset about age and, uh, you know, your circumstances. We can't control how old we are. So I say embrace it. I think it's funny. I agree. I mean, for, for me at this age, it's it's gotten me to the point where I'm like, who, you know, who gives a fuck? Right. So. so you grew up, we're, 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 both, uh, we're all three pretty close in age. You all grew right. up during the, um, let's see, so we were in the 80s. We were born 76, so we grew up during the oh, 80s. 90s was like we were you know in our prime i guess oh yeah <laughs> were we those were the good old days right good old days. yeah man the 90s were amazing i mean all that great music that came out with like well i'm a hip-hop fan so there was just great hip-hop and 
uh, the early 90s. Then you had Nirvana coming out and all that stuff. I mean, music, I thought music was amazing in the 90s, personally. There was some good, there was like Stone Temple Pilots. And yeah, there was. Beastie mm-hmm. Boy, well, Beastie Boys was out before them, but I was really into them in the 90s, so. Um, yeah. So yeah, we so had, like, we went to. <laughs> yeah, we went to. I went to two or three Lollapaloozas. Did you catch any Lollapalooza shows? I did. When I was, this is a funny story. I was a military policeman in the army, stationed down in Georgia, and um, <laughs> one day some people came by and they just banged on my door. They're like, "Come on, we're going to Lollapalooza," and I was like, "Fuck it." You know, I'm 20 years old, so I was like, "Sure, let's go do it." Then we get there and, and they they had acid, so you know, <laughs> they we dropped the we dropped some tabs. And that was the year of Smashing Pumpkins, yeah, Beastie Boys. Yeah, I was there. Drive Call Quest. I was in Atlanta, Lollapalooza for Beastie yeah, Boys. Yeah, we were yes, at the same we fucking show. That's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> That's hilarious. <Yeah. laughs> that, I have uh, a picture somewhere on Facebook of me. I'm high as shit. I'll, I mean, I, I deactivated my Facebook account, but I'll have to go find that picture and post it. I was so fucking high. That, I mean, that was a good show, but um, New Orleans was crazy. Yeah, New Orleans like, New was New Orleans the bomb. Lollapalooza was crazy. They were like, the security there were passing joints. They like, didn't give a shit. In yeah. Atlanta, there were people <laughs> looking for you smoking, and they would come. I saw people on a blanket right in front of us got busted and taken away, and I was like, oh, shit, this is not like New Orleans. <laughs> like, so oh, my crap. my uh, big uh, Lollapalooza story was, yeah, I mean, we, I don't think we took, no, we didn't take acid at the show, but we we were stoned out of our mind like the entire time but i wasn't with you then uh the new orleans one it was uh, rage against the machine opened and we just we just walked in and you could hear this like old woman screaming over the microphone so we get up we you know get into the thing we're all there and and people are starting to gather around and it's one of the band members grandmother was up on stage <laughs> and she's like yelling she's like and i just want to tell uh so basically what happened one of the band members got arrested the night before in new orleans <laughs> and she was ranting on and on about it and uh all of a sudden she goes and i just want to say fuck the new orleans police department and then they broke into uh <laughs> fuck you I yeah fuck you, you i won't me. do and everyone yeah. just lost their shit like it was the most ama- i'm getting chills thinking about it <laughs> and um it was like it was next level. Like it, it blew my fucking mind. And then, uh, so then like it was so fucking hot though. And yes, everyone's just like August in new Orleans on the like, main yeah. stage. Holy it shit. was, uh, it was Pearl jam and Eddie Vedder. And I touched him. I touched Eddie Vedder. He well, jumped out. I'm talking the, about a previous Lollapalooza, the Lollapalooza with rage against machine did not have Pearl jam. Okay. Well, I went to two, <laughs> two, Two yeah, uh, Lala I don't remember which was when which. When you're done, I'm gonna have I have a little story about Eddie Vedder too. So okay, I, but I'm gonna let you finish. So uh, that must have been. The, so there was two years yeah, I went. You went so to the earlier one. anyway, to the one where Eddie Vedder was at. And I think that was the first one I went to. Yes. Um, yeah, it was so fucking hot. People were they were spraying the the crowd with hoses, literally water hoses, just spraying the crowd, and they were grabbing people out of the. Uh, the crowd because people were like passing out and shit. You could see like girls and shit being pulled out and it was so crammed together and hot, you know, new Orleans in the summer. And, uh, then Eddie, Eddie Vedder comes out on stage and he's like, you know, uh, he's just dancing around. He climbs up on the tower, like on the front, you know, and jumps out into the fucking audience and like grabbed his leg. It like changed my life. You know what I mean? Like I I immediately got lost from my entire group. So I was lost for like probably four or five hours. Like, and did you even care though? 
Do what? <laughs> now, I was a little nervous, but go ahead. Tell oh, us okay. tell us your Lollapalooza story. Or, or no, well, uh, Eddie Vedder. When I was um, when I was a military policeman, we got deployed to. I was part of that Bosnia mission during the Clinton administration. Uh-huh. So uh, I was over in Hungary, and Pearl Jam happened to. Uh, this isn't like a, like how cool yours was with being able to touch him, <laughs> but I got to see him in a small venue. Pearl uh-huh. Jam was there. It was a small venue in Hungary, and I think I've always loved Eddie Vedder. I think just as a songwriter, and you know, if you watch any kind of documentaries or you know read or learn about him he's just an all-around fucking amazing human being yeah and the thing that blew me away and you probably noticed it too was that guy sounds exactly the same on stage right on an on a live mic as he does from a studio recording it blew me away like when you go to see smashing pumpkins um right i love billy you know i love the smashing pumpkins but billy corgan just he when he's screaming into that mic it's almost like ah it's a good thing i'm high right now right but with Eddie Vedder, that that guy is just amazing. It was silky smooth. That's I love true. that. Guy. That's a good point too, because in Atlanta, Lollapalooza, I left during the. I like the Smashing Pumpkins, but I left. It, it was not. It yeah. was just after the Beastie Boys. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like yeah. they start. They came up there, and it it just wasn't that great. So I kind of well. And the thing that let me down was Siamese Dream is probably like my one of my top five albums. I just think from start to finish. It's, mm-hmm. it's good album. one of the best albums that's ever been made. And so I was so excited. You know, it's like, fuck, yeah. here comes you to Smashing Pumpkins. I'm high as shit. Some guy was like running around. I don't even know what the fuck this thing was. He had this little bottle and he was like, quick, sniff this. It was like, I don't know if it had formaldehyde or some shit in it. It was just <laughs> oh, some, well, you know, you're high as shit and you're 20. You think you're going to live forever. I'm like, fuck right. it. So I sniffed this bottle and it was like oh immediately God. like, you know, like a good 15, 20 second rush. So. All this shit's going on. I'm all excited. And then he better, I mean, uh, Smashing Pumpkins come out and he starts screaming into the yeah. mic and he, he goes back so far sometimes, like you can't even hear him. Yeah. And I was like, it's kind of a letdown. It was, it was a letdown. I was like, this is a good time to make it to my car before everyone goes to their yeah. car. <laughs> so I can get right. the hell out exactly. of here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, um, I remember watching a documentary or something and they were talking about, you know, being able to perform live is so much different than being in the studio. I think it was like Creedence Clearwater Revival or someone like that was asked and they were like, yeah, I mean, uh, it's one thing to go do, you know, go in the studio where everything's kind of controlled and you can, you know, uh, you know, do multiple takes and shit like that. But mm-hmm. To actually like be able to perform live, I think is you know it's an art, and yeah, Eddie Vedder is I think next level. Yeah, next level for sure. Yeah, I, I didn't agree. Know the backstory. We were just, I and I won't be able to regurgitate it. But there's some kind of backstory to Pearl Jam. Like, what was it like? It was another band before, uh-huh. and the lead singer died. And oh then right. It's I want to say like Mother Love Bone, but I yeah think yeah that sounds it. right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so I didn't know that until just recently we were looking that up. But yeah, I love his voice. He's got great voice. Well, what is now uh, Black Heart Sun? That's not uh, Pearl Jam. That's, that's Eddie Vedder. No, right? no, no, that's Soundgarden. And when Chris Cornell no, not, died, you're thinking of the other one. Yeah. Oh, there was sorry. The thing about we got to wrap Eddie Vedder in bubble tape, you know, because he's the you know oh. <laughs> the only one left. <laughs> not, right. I'm so. thinking of uh, Big Hard Sun. Yeah. You yeah, know the, the one by Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder? Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. that's Pearl Jam. I think that's just Eddie Vedder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I like some of his, you know, his his stuff that he did solo as well. Mm-hmm. I just love that. He's a great, great songwriter. So. Um, Mock Foopy says, hey, that's not a lady with a cat. 
<laughs> so people are, people are starting to uh, figure things out. They came for the pussy and now. Oh, shit. <laughs> they were like, oh, shit, man. She's going to be fine. I hope she's wearing a tank top and oh, her yeah. tits right now. <laughs> yeah, we should have put that you would be topless, you know, like oh, Valentine's yeah. Day topless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We messed up. I, I, I expect to be back down to 1950 after this show. <laughs> Um, Don't say that because some of our friends will just do that just to, you know, yeah. with you. What, <laughs> what's your, let me ask you this, and I'm not going to ask you the, the world's worst question that everyone always asks. Oh, no, please don't um, ask that. Why are you still here, though? Okay. Like, that's that's the question that I like to ask people uh, as far as in crypt, in the, you know, on, on crypto Twitter and in the, in the I'm not going to say the S word either, but. In the space. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. In the space. Wait, my beeper Your didn't work. work. Fuck. Uh, doesn't work can't anymore. Beep me. There it oh, goes. There it goes. <laughs> um, but why are you still here? Like why, you know, cryptocurrency is like the market's like, meh, you know, and, and everyone's salty and shit. Like, are you here because of the community like we are? Or what's what's your what's your reason? Oh, let me decline this. Somebody's trying to call me. Oh. <laughs> We're here. Yeah, we can hear you. We're here. Um, honestly, I think if you go out and you look at what I do every day out on CT, I mean, I, I couldn't fucking love CT any more than I do, honestly. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I came to Crypto Twitter. Matter of fact, Yuki, I think you were like the, you were probably one of the first people I followed. I mean, I've probably been following you for almost a year now, if not. Yeah, because I've, I've been on CT about a year. I started out just mostly kind of trying to follow because people were pumping all kinds of coins and stuff like that. So I was kind of coming out to figure out, you know, what was a good coin. You know, I, I thought that CT was a good place to get that information. People were posting charts and it was starting to, you know, I was learning more about trading and stuff like that. And then when the bear market hit, I just, I don't know. I just fucking love this place. I love all you guys. I mean, I love the banter. I love the sense of humor. I love the fact that almost all of us don't take ourselves too seriously and everybody's just got a sharp wit and yeah. post some shit. And I don't know. It's kind of strange. Where I live in Maryland is pretty conservative. So, you know, I'm the only dad here with tattoos and a nose piercing and, you know, walking around with cowboy bebop t-shirts on and shit like that. So it's nice to, to have a place where I can, you know, just go out there and crack some jokes and and at the same time, I mean, I also, I'm not just out here being a smart ass. I think there are times that people post stuff that's a little bit on the heavier side. And I, I don't have any problem, you know, getting in into those types of discussions either, you know, because we've all yeah. been there. Mm -hmm. And so it's just become a place where I've just made some really good connections. So I love it. Yeah, you can tell that you like the community. You're, you know, supportive of other people and... Like you were, were you you were just doing something? You were trying to do something, I guess, in your own community, right? Just recently. Like yeah, I was trying to donate my liver. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was insane. I went through everything. So this, my my son runs track, and um, I was talking to a mom because he's tracked me to like four hours long, and yeah, she just happened to say that her husband was dealing with needing a liver transplant, and I happened to know that I'm a positive because I'm in, I was in the military and. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Wow. And so I went through all those <clears throat> tests, but what they ended up finding out was that um, my liver 
you have a duct on the right and left side and the left duct kind of creeped over a little bit onto the right side of the liver so they wouldn't be able to cut up. And that was the only thing. And I mean, we're talking, it was only going in there like two millimeters. So that was the only thing that stopped me. My heart looked good. They took 30 vials of blood. Everything came back fine. Um, lungs look good, you know, everything. And uh, yeah, that was, that was fucking heartbreaking Aww. when I, when I yeah. got the news that I couldn't donate to him. So yeah. yeah. Wow. I was sorry so this that. is just yeah. a, this is basically a stranger that you were going to donate to, correct? Right. I had never met him. So I just, I had never actually met the mother either. We, I was just standing there. And at one point I probably yelled down to my son, you know, to do a good job or something right. like that. Cause he was probably getting ready to go. And she's like, Oh, you're Chase's dad. You know, I'm Maddie's mom. They're friends. And I was like, Oh, so, and like I said, where I live is pretty conservative. So I try not to get into these conversations because I'm eventually going to say something like smart ass and like, somebody's <laughs> yeah. going to look at me weird. Yeah. That happens but, uh, we to ended me. Up talking and, uh, she, she let me know that her husband, yeah, I had no idea who he was. As a matter of fact, I just met him for the first time last Friday at the big rob basketball rivalry game between our high school versus the uh, Crosstown rivals. He was actually in the stands. That was the first time I met him, you know, personally. Wow. So, that's uh, that's, that's pretty awesome yeah. that you're willing to give up a body part to help a another human. <laughs> I mean, I... Right, an organ. <laughs> I honestly like. Well, the liver grows back. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I did not that's know that. Still, that's still major, though. Okay, so like wait surgery. a minute. You're saying I could, uh, I could maybe sell my liver and it'll grow back. Get out of here. You could. <laughs> you could. But it, it's invasive as fuck. Like, yeah, it's not good. When they it, broke down yeah. exactly what was going to happen, I was going to be in the hospital like up to eight days. Four to six weeks of recovery to where I, you know, I wouldn't have been able to even drive into work. That's I'm crazy. a software developer, so I could have worked from home. And then he showed me what the scar was going to be. I mean, it was literally from the middle, right beneath, like where you know your ribs end and your stomach kind of start, all the way over here. It wow. would have been massive. Wow. You wouldn't so, have. You wouldn't have been looking good in a bikini after that. For a no, bit. no, no, no. I wouldn't. <laughs> but I would have had my cat. I would have right. brought my cat with me to put. You know, to cover the scar. You would have had like the Demi Moore pussy going up. You know. Oh my God. <laughs> um, let me ask you a question. This I'm gonna get a little deep here because what what we're talking about is a pretty deep thing. Uh, you're willing to. Um, put your life at risk and have an extremely invasive surgery to help someone you is, is a stranger. Are you religious? Are you, is this like a, a religious calling to help other people or are you just like just a good person? So I would have to say that the majority of my life, I was a pretty self-absorbed asshole. Mm -hmm. um, and in the process so at one point like i had it all and mm -hmm. everything fell apart and when it did it it taught me that uh everything that a lot of people put into what they think is important with three like you know i have a degree from johns hopkins university at one point i was a world championship level triathlete you know i'm a software developer and all that stuff everything was great but everything fell apart at one point, lost all that for the most part. But what it did was it taught me that one, I was kind of chasing titles and non-important things like materialistic type stuff. Right. And I wasn't focused. Like I was a good dad. If you would have seen me, I was uh, always volunteering and stuff, but I was always on the go. And I, I didn't really understand the importance of being present and also, you know, 
that all those things like titles and money and shit, those aren't important when it comes to like your wife and your kids and stuff like that. The thing that's important is that you're there, that you're loving, you're supportive, you're compassionate, you're understanding. And so that divorce kind of showed me that even though I had spent a good chunk of my life between like 23 and like my mid thirties, like, you know, trying to be a good guy, you know, uh, don't, you know, I, my ex-wife was a stay at home mom. And, you know, so I made all the money, I paid all the bills, uh, you know, um, I, I still realized that there was a lot more with regard to being a good human being. And it kind of opened my eyes up. And one of the things that it taught me was the importance of giving with no expectation of receiving anything in return. Right. And so I think, the whole thing with the liver, I don't know. I just, <clears throat> I wasn't going to be able to look myself in the mirror knowing if I didn't give that, give it a chance, you know, right. I had kids the same age as mine. And, um, yeah, you know, right. if I could do it, I could do it. And I think after being self-absorbed for so many years of my life, it kind of, it, it felt like it would have been an amazing gift to give somebody, you know, the, the chance to, to not have to worry every day about whether or not, you know, they were going to yeah. not oh. make it anymore. So I don't know if it's karma or trying to cleanse karma or whatever, but ultimately it was just me realizing that um, that's what life's all about is doing shit like that and not right. being self-absorbed. That's awesome. Did, just a personal question about, did, do you know if she was able to find anyone if they, if they found anyone? No. So they started again, you know, they had to immediately go back out. They do have another person that they think might be a match. One of the problems is, is he's six foot three like me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, someone like his wife, who was five foot four, couldn't donate because right. a lot of times, I guess your liver is proportionate to the size of your body. So, right. yeah, they're, 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 they're still searching. So hopefully oh. we'll find somebody. Yeah, I hope they find somebody. Well, damn, dude. I just want to say, like, yeah, yeah you're a cool, cool human. Um, I think, <laughs> well, you know, like, I don't know if there's a lot of people that would do that. You know, I, I know that a lot of people do. I'm an organ donor. And I mean, I, yeah, I'm an organ donor, but to, that's different. Like your organ donor. Yeah, means but you should still do that. Everyone should make sure. I mean, you're not going to use it. Right. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you, you wouldn't, I, and I, I didn't really, we didn't really talk before this interview uh, or, you know, this episode or whatever. I don't like to say like interview because this is just like. <laughs> you just a, said it. <laughs> but um, you're a very interesting dude. And I didn't really say like, we didn't really talk about what, what we can and can't talk about. Are you kind of like an open book or. <laughs> Or can I ask I you anything? Open. Okay, because that's the way I. What, I think. what are you gonna ask him? Um, well, I'm, I'm curious. Twelve inches folded. Do what? Wait, I, I said twelve inches folded. Oh. No. Oh, is that a penis <laughs> joke that I do with people to fuck with them? Like they'll right. walk up and be like, "Hey, hey, Dave, can I ask you a question?" I'll go twelve inches folded, and then I just like to wait for them to realize, like, "Wait, wait what the fuck? What is he, he talking right. about? How do you fold it?" All right. Let's uh, get to Sorry. the question because now my my brain is imagining um, Woody oh. Crypto's penis right now, and I don't, I didn't want to do that on Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I am uh, very like overly uh, annoying with the fact that I'm. Period. Oh shit! Uh, with the fact that I'm sober, I've got like 18 months now. Did you, yeah. you said that you were uh, you you had a period of time where you were really self absorbed and chasing titles? Did you ever have any issues with like drug abuse or alcoholism or anything like that? Yeah, when I got out of the military at twenty three, I kind of went a little batshit crazy with drugs. It, not really ever alcohol. Ecstasy was my drug. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I, I was always big into like house music and drum and bass. And I lived right outside DC when I got out of the service. And we had like the best club for house music and drum and bass at that time. So yeah, I got I got really caught up in the whole ecstasy thing. I was doing a lot of ecstasy shrooms, pretty much smoking weed every day. But the good thing about weed was it showed, you know, I posted a <clears throat> quote by Bob Marley, you know, it said that like, you know, when you smoke the herb, it reveals you to yourself. One thing that weed did for me was it gave me an opportunity to kind of look internally uh-huh. at uh at who I was, which was my first shift out of like being completely fucking self-absorbed. And that was that was a tough road to travel because I think a lot of people don't take the time to actually look at who they are on the inside because sometimes that shit gets a little dirty and dark. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I had to sit with all that shit and it ultimately helped me to just you know, see life a little bit differently. But yeah, ecstasy was definitely a problem for me. In my, in my early 20s. Have wow. you seen... Now, first of all, ecstasy used to be legal and it used to be used... Oh, is it time? Do we need to go? Wrap it up? <laughs> 10 minutes. Okay, real quick. <laughs> uh, what do you think... What are your thoughts on the use of like uh, ecstasy and, and psilocybin and things like that for psychiatric, uh, like PTSD? Uh, I always talk about uh, MAPS. They're on Twitter. It's the Multi Association for the Psychedelic Studies. I, I can never get their name right. Maps, well, yeah. Maps, yeah. but um, so multidisciplinary association for the use of psychedelic studies or something. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? You you are in the military uh, for like you know the treatment of PTSD and things like that. Don't you think that's better than what we currently have now, which is all these fucking bad for you. Uh, fucking things like xanax and shit oh i absolutely agree especially if that stuff can you know microdosing, and you know kind of if if they take the time to actually work with the person's you know how big they are and break that thing down break it down in a way where they do it incrementally you know the problem with like you and not the problem but when you're young you know you grab a bag of shrooms and right. you just start fucking yeah you don't but, know and then you vomit yeah. <laughs> and then you go hug a tree for six hours but um i think i absolutely do because a, a lot of that trauma that i think gets kind of tucked away and hidden and you know manifests in different ways you know through anger or depression and stuff like that i think that's a gentler approach to be able to get the individual to kind of touch into those areas and if it's you know kind of overseen and like i said microdosing and stuff like that and 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 handled properly i think it's a great fucking way actually i've seen you know a lot i've seen reports of people saying that like it saved their lives and stuff like yeah. that because i think it allows them to like i said to maybe hit those areas of trauma that are within themselves in a way that allows them to work through it in a more peaceful way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I think so, like you were saying, like you weren't comfortable like facing all that stuff. So right. I think that gives a lot of people, you know, time to sit in that kind of like now room, you know, yeah. moment and like well, go through all that shit that's been buried. And I stuff, always so. say that, uh, I used to smoke a, ton of weed when I was young like in high school like every fucking day I was always stoned and then I couldn't smoke it anymore I anytime I any you know, later on in my life when I smoke it I get really paranoid and maybe the problem is I'm just a paranoid person yes so what I did was I moved I don't really smoke anymore I haven't in a while but I moved away from sativas to indicas just mm-hmm. to kind of you know to mellow me out um 
yeah, sativa. So my brain is already one that's like constantly looking around, like fascinated at right. shit with science and like human human psychology and and how we interact as a society and stuff. My brain's always thinking about that shit. So sativas would just send me like right even further. So as I've gotten older, it's like one I. I can think about that stuff without being high anymore. You know, when I was really young, I kind of needed to be high to get into that deep philosophical state, but I can kind of, I feel like I've gotten old enough now to where I can kind of do that without weed. But Indica's now usually, or if I were to smoke, it's just that because it just kind of mellows me out. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I've just, uh, I've definitely, I'm looking into, uh, doing ayahuasca. There's a place here in Kentucky, you know, right up the road from us. Oh my God. That show is amazing. Are you going to do, I didn't, I didn't see that show, but but I know who, I know who you're talking about. I've seen, I read an article about that guy. He's very interesting. He's like an ex con or something. Oh Oh, man. He's, you got to watch the show. It's fucking amazing. He is so genuine. He is an amazing human being. And those are the best people those people that have been through a ton of shit fucked up a bunch of shit stuff uh in their lives because they're they're more empathetic and understanding and compassionate you know yeah so i think that's something i want to try i was actually going to do that way early like i've always had issues with uh with mental health problems and shit and way early on i was going to early 2000s going to go to like peru or something because that was the only place you could do it and i wish i would have because it probably would have helped me but um it's definitely now that it's in kentucky i'm like really thinking about it so yeah Uh, let me know if you do that i might maybe i'll do it with yeah actually there's another guy too who said he (laughs) wants to do it uh from colorado so i think and there there's there actually there's like uh, at least four, with you, me, and two, there's at least four people, four of us, and am maybe we could do like a I, group. Am I not included? Well, I, honey, do you need? Do you have mental health issues that you? <laughs> well, need no, to, but you uh, don't have to have mental health issues to benefit from uh, something like that. Okay. Oh, obviously you. <laughs> well, yes, I have mental health issues. Yeah. Well, obviously you're invited, <laughs> but I'm saying like I didn't know if you wanted to do that. I don't know. You want to do ayahuasca? I might. I would. Yeah, that would be great. I think with ayahuasca, you definitely want to go with a group of people that you're incredibly comfortable with to yeah. start off. Yeah. And I know that you know that we haven't, I haven't met anybody from CT physically yet or, you know, in person, but I've gotten to know a lot of people through, you know, just the, the threads and the DMs yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I know that, that that would be a fucking amazing experience. Well, I say we do it. I Like I said, there's I at agree. least four or five of us now that are definitely want to do it, and I know that they would. They're not just talking out of their ass. So I say we get that shit scheduled, uh, and we, you know, we do that shit. And go do a... Yeah. Uh, on, uh, that, on that note, you know, our, our son had, like, some depression issues, and he's just finished his last ketamine, low-dose ketamine infusion. Ah, so, I heard about yeah. from a co-worker, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he, it's been actually dramatic different like a difference like yeah. it really yeah. has helped him and yeah. i'm blown away yeah me too uh, it's i like, had a amazing. co-worker come up to me to ask about it and thought that i was able to get k and i'm like no no <laughs> well, it's you not probably like don't want to fuck yeah and, you I know, don't... <laughs> when, I was, when i clubbed it in dc i remember the joke was like at three or four o'clock in the morning all those kids would be in a k-hole you know they'd be in the corner with their head between their legs because they were miserable. I was like, I was like, man, you don't want to fuck around with that if somebody's not like overseeing it. You know? Yeah, what yeah. I'm yeah. This is like an infusion. It's you know done like it's an in anesthesia me- medical kind clinic, of thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's a really low dose. So, 
I think it's and he does different. it. It's with therapy. So while he's yeah. on it, he's you know with a therapist, and like he said that it's it was like eye opening to him at first. Like when he first went, he's like, "Holy shit, this is." Yeah, it kind of made some shit click. But uh, I was a great parent. Uh, well, we try. I mean, geez, man. <laughs> the kids probably don't agree, I mean, but no, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that my kids have been. What do know, they know? <laughs> I, I haven't kids. been a, a I'm you know they you guys get to see like the happy me I don't I always say this too like I'm not always like happy and funny all the time oh, God, I've got no. my issues but yeah. uh, I feel yeah. like we need to let you go because it's yeah. Valentine's yeah, you Day your go. wife is waiting so you need to go you need to go along and go uh, have a Valentine's yes. dinner and I want to thank you for coming on the show you're welcome anytime yes. uh, th- we just yeah, scratched man, the surface I would yeah. love to do this because yeah. that was easier than I thought yeah you know, I was <laughs> nervous as shit when when when. Z uh, Z Cash was like, "Have Woody on the show." I was like, "Fuck! Why are you doing this to me?" And then when when Goss was like, uh, "You know what? It'll it'll just be a chat." I was like, oh, "I got to get home and get some CBD in me." Yeah. And uh, but yeah, that was really easy. Yeah, man, I'd love to do it. That's the way I like to do it. I don't like yeah. to plan. Like if I go ahead yeah. and set set something up for next week, I get really nervous. You know what I mean? Like I'm just all yeah. my brain's always thinking, okay, I got to make sure I'm going to do a show. I like to do the spontaneous. It's on a thread. Someone's like, Hey, I want to be on your show. Okay, cool. I'm about to do one. Come on, let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah anytime. Yeah. All right, dude. You have fun at dinner. Thanks for coming on. It was great talking to you. Hell yeah. yeah. This yeah. was great. Oh yeah, love you guys. All right, man. And let's uh, let's All do right, that happy thing. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. All right, happy Valentine's Day. Bye. 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 All right, let me see. How do I close that? Now, now you don't know what to do. Yeah. Let's see. Let me close this. Well, shit, that was fun. Yeah. Right. That was fun. We had a good talk. Uh, Woody now it's Crypto. Just you and me. Apparently, oh. he's not actually a female, and well, that's who a, that's knew? that's surprising <laughs> to a lot of people. Um, <laughs> a lot of people thought that that was a hot chick with a with a pussy. Yeah, I've been flirting with her for the last two days. So that that's a good. Wait, that's okay. I need to get into this with you really quick. Yeah. Do, are you on here flirting with people? No, Do I need I to mean, be worried I knew about that, that, that shit. Was a dude. And changed Zavi, so I was like, "Hey, they're gorgeous. I like your pussy." Uh-huh. I mean, so that it's like pretend flirting because okay. I knew that it was a dude and ha- now has a girl. Abby, yeah, but so I, I have like a specific question. I'm asking you: oh. Are you flirting with dudes on here? Because this is with Al. Okay, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, Tom's I'm a kidding. Tom's a special case. He's <laughs> he he's special, uh, and I'm just going to leave it at that. And we, okay. we like to we like to make Tom feel like he's a normal human when that, when in all actuality Tom is is um you know that thing in the movie right no Chad or whatever Wait, from what? the movie um oh you mean weird science yeah that I, t- t- uh, Tom DM'd me and he showed me and that's actually what he looks like we had a oh your cousin's baby looked like that one oh that's that's horrible <laughs> but it did but that's true though we my cousin baby and we had our baby and our baby was cute adorable and i was holding our baby yeah and he was holding his little ugly troll baby oh, that's horrible. and i could see it in his eye he wanted he said can we switch babies so yeah i could you know, see it in his eye i was wondering do parents know you know when you know they have like an, a not attractive baby right you know do they do they still think their baby's attractive because i mean no he knew that his yeah, baby that, was that ugly. answered my question right he, away it's <laughs> not like he was even he's not even an ugly guy He's just like um It's a cute kid now, I think. I think the, the, the pictures I saw a couple years ago. I don't know. I have no idea. Kid, but, you know. I don't want to make fun of a baby. I mean, they can't help, you know. You can't help how you look. It's just 
that's, that's true. You know, it's not that's not nice. You're not nice. It was all you. I'm this not is, nice. This is all you. You're the one who said <laughs> that my cousin had a troll baby. I didn't say it was a troll baby. I, okay, moving right, on. Listen, moving on. we have a pretty big audience of our uh, our degenerate friends from. Oh, I, Tom wants me to slap you. Oh, is that good? Why? I don't know, but I gave you a nice loving slap. So. Mm. We got all kinds of friends in here. Merkel Seeds is in here. Dividend Raptor. Uh, Trogs is in there. Yeah. A binary Pipe. All of our friends. Sanity's here. Last time Sanity was in the uh, the troll box and we didn't say hi or anything to him. And I think I he, didn't see, I, he see, got I his feelings hurt. So hi, Sanity. <laughs> Thanks for watching the show. There what what do you guys think about uh, Woody Crypto? What a cool guy! Yeah, I didn't I didn't like I never that's okay. And here's the other thing that's really blowing my mind. He said yeah. he's been follow, we've been following each other for like a year. Yeah, I don't rem, I don't this. Prob- oh, you are an asshole. I know. I fuck. I swear. <laughs> like I feel like we just maybe we just started really interacting lately. I think is the is the thing. Yeah. Or he changed his avi because I swear I felt like I just met him like I don't know like four months ago or so. I don't know. Well, your your perception of time is off as well. Well, I have so. a, I have a pretty severe case of brain damage, and I've yeah, said that's this. True. That's true. You want to go fly around in the spaceship a little bit? Sure. All right, let's fly around. I forgot about our little spaceship. Uh, I tell you what, Am guys. Am I driving? Or uh, you never do eat your donut though. Well, that's, I can't. Wait. And you got coffee there. We need some space Yummy. music or something. <laughs> Okay. At this point, I don't know what else we're doing. Oh, we were going to talk about what happened on CTNZ last time. Okay. Let's had... do it in the spaceship. <laughs> okay. I'm going to play a little background in music. In our bubble. Uh, real quick, I want to say a, a shout out to someone. Okay. This is the uh, Silver Tongues, and this yeah. is their song Noodle Doodle. And this is our friend on Crypto Twitter. Uh, let me find his web page, his uh, Twitter account. Hold on. I'm going to land the spaceship. Oh. And the music. I mean, you put us in the spaceship for like a second, then you take us well, out. Well, I gotta go find something. Here. Oh, okay. Uh, this is. Let me see. That's your web page. Yeah. What is you that? guys go to my wife's web page. What does that have to do with anything? It's mysticaloaks.com. Right. She does tarot readings, life coaching, all that jazz. All right. I'm done. I'm all right. Hold on. Let me find this guy. Here he is. So this is. Uh, I gotta switch the thing. This is. Oh, there it is. Crypto Pup. Uh-huh. Let me turn the song up. Who's Crypto Pup? He is our friend on Crypto oh, Twitter. Yeah. Okay, that does this music. Yeah. Yes, and he's got a band. And that this is the band right here. No, this is not the band. Wait. This is him. But the, the music is him. <laughs> right. Is the band. Okay. Uh, I got too much very, shit going very on. Very, very confusing. Fuck. And he's got they have a, an album and things cool. and, a, and an album it's called noodle doodle so like make it. sure you guys go check that shit out oh, I, like the... I wanted to uh shout him out because he's a talented cat and him and his his when uh you, whole band when you were playing this i thought it was like blink 182 i know they're really something. really good and i i like the music i'm not just like you know, I have no motivation here. I don't get like a kickback every time he sells a, an album or something. I just really, I like talented people and I feel like this is a talented band and I really like their sound. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. So I'll put the link to the album where you guys can buy it and support the band because they're fucking talented, guys. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh my God. I mean, if God forbid you support a talented kid and his friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you yelling? No, I, for, I was ignoring God you. God forbid, Trogs, <laughs> you buy his album. It's a dollar. 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> jesus your voice gets like above and, a certain and, thing i tune you out so and dividend raptor and binary pipe and merkel seeds and and tom are you spitting now no i've just i'm just getting upset oh, just okay. go go support upset. the kid go follow him and and buy his album <laughs> jesus christ what else you got to do yeah. what else are you going to spend your money on you're going to buy some shit coin that's going to go to zero <laughs> right well or not Insanity, Sanity too. What about Sanity? Go buy the album. Go oh, buy it. It's a dollar. Wow. Okay. I'll put the link. Bossy. Yeah. You could at least say please. Support your, your artists <laughs> and buy this okay. kid's album. What else do you have? You, um, it's Valentine's Day. Is there any special messages you want to give me or oh, anything? <laughs> so here's the deal, guys. Just because it's Valentine's Day doesn't mean you have to take your lady to a special place. <laughs> <laughs> Here's or the anywhere. Thing. Here's the deal with that. It's simple. You got to go to the grocery store. Just go. Our grocery store has a, like a little cafe in the grocery store. Yeah. So you know when you go to the grocery store and you can buy like a salad and you can buy like sushi and things yeah. and have a deli. Where our grocery store has like a little sitting area, so you yeah. can like check out and eat that stuff. Oh yeah. There in the grocery store, and that's where I took my my soulmate for Valentine's Day. And she yeah. was so happy. And <laughs> and listen, here's the thing. This is really, I'm going to get to the point of this. Uh-huh. It's very uh, efficient because after you eat, mm-hmm. you can go do a little grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's super convenient. I mean, come on. You're so romantic. Yeah. I mean, one, one time on Valentine's Day, you yeah. did buy me a dog. Yes. Don't tell them this story. That's just, what? this is ridiculous. What? Wait, you bought me a puppy on Valentine's Day. Okay. What do you mean ridiculous about and it? And then what you happened? You mean the part where you gave my puppy away without telling me, like, later? Why did you tell them? I said, don't tell them that. <laughs> well, I was wondering what part you didn't want me to tell them. Here's the thing, guys. We had uh, a baby. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And we had a, a dog in the backyard. Uh-huh. We didn't, we built a house. I helped my father-in-law build our home yeah with my hands mm-hmm. okay and, and the backyard we didn't have uh we didn't put sod down yet so we had a dog and the dog would come in with mud and stuff all over the carpet and we had a new baby so i put an ad in the paper without telling me and i forgot to tell tamra forgot that <laughs> to tell were, me that you that were, we're not gonna have a dog, dog anymore so anyway <laughs> what an asshole yeah i'm a dickhead <laughs> That's I'm a dick. That's the thing. That's the that's. I love that puppy. I cried. I cried. Baylor Lou Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So I, I mean, what do you think? I could sit here all day and just talk and entertain <laughs> you, people. Jesus Christ! I got better things to do. What I got, is, what is that? Be on Twitter. I got to go sit on the couch and uh, get on Twitter for a little while. I've got dishes to do. Um, Are you gonna do them? Yeah, okay. I want to do a shout out to. We got some people that are supporting us. You have on, uh, a floor to tile. What? A floor? Oh yeah, I started tile. tiling our floor, and I haven't like two finished. years ago. <laughs> yeah, honey. I've in that time I've gotten sober, and I'm starting a career as an online personality. So I got a lot of shit going right, on. Right, right. Yeah, we don't need a floor. It's good. It's we have a floor. It's just not completely finished. All right, can I wrap this up and sure. do our shout outs sure. to people? 
We've got people that are uh, supporting us on uh, Patreon and on uh, Anchor. There's both ways. If you guys want to, you can support us, and we really appreciate that. So thank you to all our supporters. I had a guy send us some Bitcoin today to buy us coffee. Thank him. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm not going to go list everyone's names. Not everyone wants to be like. I think you don't know their names. uh, Yeah, that's why. But I Ah, need to get like a list and everything. But everyone, thank you guys so much for your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, I want to keep doing this thing. And apparently I need money to be able to continue doing this because there's bills and things. And and she's going to like make me get like a job at like Lowe's or something. If I can't figure out how to make money doing this. So you guys, if you guys want to support us, we have a web page. It's euclidandoaks.com and there's a support link there. You can click it. There's fucking all kinds of ways. Okay. Uh, also, my wife is a fucking tarot oh card reader, mystical oaks fucking uh, life coach. And I'm she, a fucking That's how coach? we fucking survive is she makes the money. I just sit on here fucking off. It's so, true. <laughs> guys, please go fucking go to our website, mysticaloaks.com. Let me pull up the webpage. Oh, God. Not That's again. not it. Uh, oh. Go to the webpage. Tom, you need it. You fucked up motherfucker. Oh, my you God. You got so many issues. <laughs> Holy shit. Every time you oh, make Oh, are a- you saying that Tom needs me? You mean Al. Never but- mind. <laughs> Never mind, Tom. Don't. Do not hire my wife to help you. I don't want you in my life that much. I got, You're already in it too much. You see that web page? Oh, Go there. Thanks, Merkle Seeds. Uh, oh, yes. Thank you, Merkle Seeds, for saying Tamara helped you. That's sweet. Um, go to the web page and sign up for some shit. Buy some shit from her. Okay. Life coaching, tarot, all, right. all that crap. Okay. She she helped me. Oh, my God. That's not a great. And look at me now. That's not. Look, they don't have the before picture, although you tweeted that once. So maybe that would help. But, you know. Yeah, I don't know what it, that's all this show is. It's just a, a way are. to advertise our sh- our stuff, my wife's things. Oh my gosh! Okay. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye thank out. you. Thank you. We had fun with uh, Witty Crypto. That was hella yeah, fun. I that love that fun. guy. I definitely for fucking. I swear to uh, the gods, uh-huh. which I cursed which the oh. other day on Twitter yesterday. It's my normal routine that this is going to happen. Witty Crypto, myself, you. And at least two other people will be doing the Kentucky ayahuasca trip. So if you guys want to participate that and you're not a psychopath, oh, then yeah. DM <laughs> me or one of the first? other people I just mentioned and let's organize this fucking thing. Let's go uh, get uh, in touch with our inner fucking selves and shit. Grab the uh, the vomit bucket and, and hold it. Yes. Yes. Tightly. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> let's just real quick. We're going to fly back out into okay. space. Here we are. Okay. Here's our music. Thanks, everyone, for watching to the show. To the show. Uh, we're going to go fly away now. We've got some shit to do. I've, I I need to go up to uh, Mars over there, the, the planet. Yeah. And there's some shit that's being set up over there. Little What you guys don't understand is I happen to know some people and... Th- uh, in the like uh, in the government and they are Mars? they talk Mars to me they or? talk to me in my earphones <laughs> oh god you just said that I've helped you and now you're saying people <laughs> and from and you know Mars what they say they tell me that we're setting up some shit on Mars like a base we're so let, that. <laughs> let's go check it out hun let's go check out our base and make sure they're building us a nice little house on Mars because our garden there for god's <laughs> sakes the earth is in bad shape with all of us is that Dumb why you're not humans. fixing the tile? Like, yeah, well, there's no like, point. What's the point? <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Right. We're going to Mars. Bye.
now and the whole world looks screwed.